May the earth be fruitful for all. May its resources be shared fairly, that the horrors of extreme hunger and poverty might come to an end. Where wealthy and powerful nations invest little in justice for the oppressed, may justice take root and blossom into joy for all who share this earth. Lord of all life, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, may the leaders of this world also become good stewards of the earth. Where greed and selfishness wreck our environment, where the lust for power and the spirit of empire destroy precious lives, bring a hunger and thirst for righteousness and cultivate a spirit of compassion for others. Lord of all life, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, may your church be fruitful. May your people be active in seeking justice, to devote heart and mind and possessions to establish your ways on earth. May all people see from the actions of your church that Jesus is alive. Send us into the world as laborers who with word and action will be a living message of good news to all your creation. Lord of all life, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, send a blessing upon human labor. Prosper the work of our hands. May all find dignity and just reward in their work. We pray for all cities, towns, and villages, including the city of London and for their well-being and prosperity. We pray for the businesses and workplaces of this parish, including hospitality, accounts, commodities, finance, construction, and the wine trade, among many others. Bless the organizations for which we work. May they be contexts for human flourishing places where people feel valued. Lord of all life, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, we pray for those who are ill, remembering those in hospital and nursing homes and all known to us. We pray too for all who care for them, give skill and understanding to all who work for their well-being. We remember also those who have died, whom we entrust to your eternal love in the hope of resurrection to new life. Lord of all, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, we offer ourselves to your service, asking, by the, the, asking that by the spirit of work in us, others may receive a rich harvest of love and joy and peace. Lord of all life, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, as you are ever at work in your creation, so fulfill your wise and loving purpose in us and in all for whom we pray, that with them and in all you have made, your glory may be revealed and the whole earth give praise to you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Come, ye thankful people, come. Harvest is all about thankfulness and gratitude. But because it was originally about thankfulness for the song of Harvest Home, we are perhaps entitled in an age when we are not actively involved in the growing of food ourselves for what we should be thankful at this time. We can, of course, be thankful for those who do grow and supply the food that we enjoy so abundantly. Although our thankfulness should come with an awareness of the reasons why hunger continues to be experienced within our world, of the negative impacts of our industrial agricultural approaches and the increasing impacts of climate change. We can also be thankful for the different harvest of our work and the work of the City of London more generally, both in incomes provided for those who work here and also in the financing of all sorts of initiatives and proje projects and services around the world. Again, though, our thankfulness may also be tempered by awareness of the temptations to excess and greed which go together with access to significant wealth and the need for regulation as a result. Our gospel reading today, however, gives us another reason for thankfulness, a reason about which thanks without measure can be offered, and that is for Jesus himself, who is our true food and true life. As our gospel reading said, Jesus is the bread of life, the one on whom we can feed eternally, because as creator, he gives us life itself. And as our savior restores us to relationship with God, a relationship which will continue into eternity. How should we show our thankfulness for such a wonderful gift? Our Old Testament reading unpacked that for us a little. It said that we show our thankfulness for all that God has given to us by giving a proportion of what we have received back to God. We do that by giving our time, our talents, and our treasure, three things which form the basis of the stewardship campaign which we are launching here at St. Stephen Walbrook today and about which we have given you a leaflet to take away. We give our time and our talents in volunteering which benefits others rather than ourselves. And as you read through the stewardship leaflet, you'll see a list of ways in which we need the input of volunteers here at St. Stephen's. We give our treasure by giving our money in ways that benefit others. And again, our stewardship leaflet explains how it is possible to give regularly and consistently to St. Stephen Warbrook. I think the recent long, long lunch on the Lord Mayor's City Giving Day was a great example of the way in which time, talents, and treasure can combine 
to benefit others. The four restaurants that were in, involved in that lunch, the Don, Coq d'Argent, Juan Lombard Street and Hispania, they all gave their time in organizing the lunch and putting it on. Their chefs then used their talents in creating the menu. And those who paid for the meal contributed from their treasure in order that the Lord Mayor's appeal was able to raise significant funds. Our hope and prayer is that those who support St. Stephen Warbrook will use their time, their talents, their treasure as creatively as those who were involved in the long, long lunch. Our Old Testament passage commends tithing, the giving of 10% of what we have received back to God. Uh, and it therefore raises the thorny issue of how much we should give. Tithing is not a biblical requirement, but it is a helpful measure of what a baseline for thinking about generosity in our giving back to God might actually look like. Instead of our giving grudgingly, the Bible encourages generosity and cheerfulness in our giving. In his second letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul writes, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. The Elizabethan poet George Herbert was aware of our natural tendency to think of what God has given to us as being ours and for us to retain as much of it for ourselves as possible. His prayer, therefore, was that he might be given a grateful heart, one that rejoices in all that God has given, recognizing it all as a gift rather than something earned, and therefore being generous in the way it is used and given back to God. So as we reflect on the, uh, the, all that God has given to us, as we reflect this harvest, I suggest that our prayer could also be that of George Herbert, who wrote, Thou hast given so much to me, give one thing more, a grateful heart. Not thankful when it pleaseth me, as if thy blessings had spare days, but such a heart whose pulse may be thy praise. So come, ye thankful people come, and raise the song of Harvest Home. Amen.